Let's talk bird flu now. The Canadian Food Inspection Agency said this has been an unprecedented year globally for avian flu. Outbreaks of the highly pathogenic strain of H5N1 have been found in Newfoundland and Labrador, Nova Scotia, Ontario, and Alberta since late 2021. So what impact is that having on poultry farmers in this country? And how may it hit us, the consumer? Joining me now is Ingrid Visser. She's owner and operator of a family-run turkey farm in southern Ontario. Thanks for your time tonight. You're welcome. Happy to be here. I guess when, when the rest of us look at these outbreaks of avian flu, we try to put them into perspective as to what kind of danger they pose to us. But I imagine from your perspective, it, it, it's a very different undertaking. How would you describe this latest outbreak? What, is, what does it mean and how bad is it? It's abs- we're taking it absolutely seriously as farmers. I mean, this is a, a sizable outbreak. Uh, I believe we have, we have about 12 situations across the province of Ontario right now. Um, and I last time I heard seven or eight in Alberta. Um, this is really, really serious for us as farmers. We are doing everything that we can to, uh, to maintain the highest biosecurity levels that we can to keep our birds safe and healthy. What does it mean, uh, just in terms of your day-to-day practices, what changes when these, I mean, I imagine you've had a lot of security apparatus or security things in place because this is relatively common, uh, but what does it change for you in terms of how your, uh, how your day-to-day operations work? Yeah, you're right. We have biosecurity protocols and uh, standards that we follow all the time that are quite strict. Um, what changes in this situation is that we are just um, thinking through every decision that we make on our farm, every vehicle that comes onto our farm. So we're, we're limiting traffic onto our farms only to essential traffic, feed and propane as we needed. Uh, no visits to the barn by any service personnel if it's not necessary. Um, on our farm, we've designated just two people to uh, care for the flock to go into the barn. We have a very stringent protocol of when we go to the barn, uh, we walk through boot de- dip, we uh, change our boots and our clothes as we get into the barn, we wear hair nets and uh, hand sanitize, and just being extremely, extremely careful uh, where we go, where we walk, uh, who we interact with, doing our business virtually. It, it's just uh, uh, the next level of being really, really vigilant and careful um, with every decision that we make on our farm. I would imagine you already have a very big operation. Uh, how much more complicated does it become when you have to impose all these these strict rules? It's not so much the physical energy that we expend on that. Um, You're right, the systems are in place already. um, And so, you know, we just have to make sure that we have all of our supplies and all of the things that we need to do that. It becomes more uh, mental and emotional energy that we're spending on, you know, thinking about um, is there a vector here that we haven't considered? Uh, you know, we do this, we're starting to get onto the land, you know, where's the, where are the risks in those kinds of movements of equipment and, and things? So it's really just a lot of um, being very vigilant and paying attention to very small details. How does it spread through a flock, if you can forgive my ignorance? Sure, absolutely. So avian influenza is uh, is found in wild bird populations and migratory birds. We we know they are flying right now. They can uh, shed it in their feces and their nasal secretions, and um, it can be carried by water droplets. We've had in Ontario certainly lots of wet, windy weather that is uh, you know blowing things around and moving things around. Um, so you know it's it's airborne. It's a virus, um, and so there there is a lot of risk at this time of year. Uh, with these populations of uh, migratory birds that are flying over at all times. I understand just from reading about it that that this is, in fact, an unprecedented year globally for avian flu. It is, absolutely. We've seen outbreaks in in Europe. We've seen large outbreaks in in North America, in the United States. 
Um, earlier, uh, late December, January, we had um, some situations out in eastern Ontario, and now we're dealing with Ontario and Alberta. So it's it's definitely a concern this year. It seems to be a very virulent strain of the virus and very easily transmissible. It echoes a little bit uh, to COVID, I think. So, um, you know, it's it's certainly a very concerning situation for us. I know you're part of, a, obviously, chair of a much larger group that, that has to contend with these sorts of challenges. Uh, between the pandemic and this outbreak, it must be a difficult time in your industry just to try and keep your spirits up and, and keep healthy and keep working. It is. It's uh, it's a stressful time for a lot of folks. Um, the uh, provincial government in Ontario is offering some mental health um, services to uh, folks who are needing that. So that's that's been great and very welcome. Um, but, um, you know, a silver lining, I guess COVID has prepared us for how to deal with some of this, uh, these decisions and some of this behavior as we've, you know, been doing our business virtually for some time now and uh, know what essential, what is essential in our lives and how to mitigate risk. So, uh, you know, there is a silver lining there. What are you hearing from others uh, across the province and even around the, across the country, but certainly across the province about, uh, about this latest outbreak? Just everybody is very, very concerned, right, from uh, from the bigger operations to the backyard flocks. You know, the, the health and safety of our birds is our prime concern. And, you know, we are going to do everything that we can to keep our birds safe. And so everybody is focused on that. Um, everybody is focused on doing everything that they can on their own farms. Within the industry in Ontario, we have a great cooperation uh, in the poultry industry. Through the Featherboard Command Centre, we communicate with feed companies and processors and service folks. So everyone has the latest communication and uh, knows where the situations are, where they need to be careful and what they need to do. And there's been great cooperation across the entire province and across the entire industry for just doing everything that we have to to contain uh, the outbreaks to as small a number as possible. I guess that must be the challenge, right? Because once it gets in, like COVID for that matter, once it gets in to, to a flock, it's very hard to eradicate it, I'd imagine. Yes, once it gets into a flock, unfortunately, CFIA will take over the response. Um, usually uh, the signal that uh, there is a situation is a high mortality situation and the farmer will alert his vet who will uh, get CFIA involved if deemed necessary. They'll do some some testing and send off samples to Winnipeg. And then when that is confirmed, then CFIA quarantines that farm. And so they will begin a process with, with that farmer to uh, depopulate that farm and uh, to completely clean and disinfect and uh, continue a high standard of testing to make sure that the disease is completely eradicated from that premise uh, before any birds are uh, restocked on that again. That must be heartbreaking, heartbreaking for the farmer. I think it is devastating for the farmer, absolutely. What about consumers? I mean, how do we, how, if, and how do consumers see the impact of this sort of outbreak? If it is in fact an unprecedented one, uh, how do we see, how do consumers see the impacts of of this sort of, uh, this sort of outbreak of avian flu? It's a flock health issue. It's not a food safety issue. So, you know, consumers can be assured that uh, this disease does not, uh, it's not spread as a foodborne disease. So uh, they can continue to uh, safely consume poultry and egg products there has been no impact on supply at this point. So, you know, I would encourage consumers to continue their behavior of consuming poultry and egg products. Um, and, uh, you know, as long as they handle them um, and cook them as always, 
there, there is no food safety issue. So um, Easter is coming. And uh, so, you know, it's, uh, it's turkey time in my family. And we will certainly be uh, enjoying the fact that we can get together this year um, for Easter with our families without COVID restrictions. And, uh, and so, you know, I would hope that families will choose to celebrate that in, in whatever way they normally do, but that they will take that opportunity and not be uh, worried about any food safety issues. Ingrid DeVister, thank you so much for your time tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you very much.